Welcome to your favorite F word podcast, where we dive deep into conversations around food, fitness, feelings, with the occasional fuck thrown in. We're your hosts, Sarah and Nicola, owners of Paradigm Nutrition and Performance, nutrition coaches, besties, and most importantly, humans. This show is for coaches, self-growth-oriented folks, active humans, or anyone looking to deepen their understanding and relationship with food, movement, and themselves. Thanks for tuning in, and we cannot wait to share this space with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to season three, episode one. I was I like, you were going to forget the name. Oh, I thought you were going to go right into the name of the podcast and be like, whatever this what is. What are we called? Of the Your Favorite F Word podcast. It's been a hot minute. We kind yep. of forgot what we're doing here. So just bear with us today. Um, but we're happy to be back. Mm-hmm. We, missed, mm-hmm. we missed shooting the shit. <laughs> Or just literally just re- pressing record while we shoot the shit. Yeah, exactly. Lots of that. That's true. That's true. Now you can all shoot the shit with us. Um, but yeah, we're here. Season one. No, not season one. Episode season, one. Episode one of season three. <laughs> of season three. And what we're going to do today is we are going to do a smash versus pass episode on, smash you know, or pass. smash or pass on nutrition things, training things life things that we're seeing on social media and just in general lately um yeah these are all just our opinions also yeah let's which put are, that out there I know but they're they're the right ones okay I'm just kidding <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yeah we're I gonna mean... go we're gonna go into some you know topics in the nutrition and fitness space some in the coaching and leadership space, and then some just for fun ones, because apparently now fun is another one of our favorite F words. It's a new word for Sarah's vocabulary. (laughs) I'm playing around with what that looks like for me personally. What have you come up with so far? Um, Not a whole lot. Okay, good. Okay. I mean, I kind of brainstorming phase. Yeah, we're still in the planning brainstorming fun. Yeah. Okay. Plan- okay that's, that's the most fun classic for me. Sarah thing ever yeah. I'm planning the fun yeah exactly <laughs> which is fun in and of itself oh okay well yeah yeah okay but anyways that's what we're gonna do amazing <laughs> um okay do you want to start do you want to shoot the shit a little bit more what mm-hmm. are we doing no I have a head cold so we're just gonna dump dump everything <laughs> in here jump right into it yeah okay. first so let's start with what is either like if we're talking about smash or pass what we're smashing we're smashing it here for nutrition and training let's start there Two. okay so some of these really obvious I think some of them maybe a little bit more nuanced um should we just go down the list or are there some maybe to start with let's just go down the list I like this first one okay (laughs) I wrote this uh clearly in a moment of like winter depression so starting off hot with copious amounts of vitamin d fresh from the sun (laughs) thanks for clarifying (laughs) just like yeah from the sun not from pill form I mean pill form is necessary for all of us Canadians at least but like hot damn if I don't want to just like 
bask in like a sunbeam for a day or two. Oh, yeah. I mean, you also live in Victoria, so it's a little bit nicer outside. Like where we are, you you bask in the sun, but the air still hurts your face. Right. So there's no painful face here, but there's also no D. True. <laughs> true. True. Um, but I think just, just outdoor time in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think especially with like the pandemic and stuff, I think all of us just got into like this habit of like being inside all the time. Um, and it feels like so nice to just like go outside and get some fresh air. Um, whether that's sitting outside, like I know in the summer, I spent a lot of time reading my book outside or just like sitting and doing work outside, um, or going for walks. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. This would be the time where I would sing my vitamin D song, but maybe I'll save that for <laughs> If it's requested, maybe I'll sing it on another podcast. Amazing. It's a little rusty. I haven't sung it in a while. Can't wait for that. <laughs> okay. Um, next one. Oh, this was yours too. Do you want to say this one too? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to say these two because I feel like they're connected. So first and foremost, I think goal setting is a smash this year. I think it's back. I think it's bigger than ever. And I think people are finally ready to set some goals. I feel like with my clients, with myself, with friends, it just felt like there was a big lull in goal setting with the past few years, life being so unpredictable and just feeling like we almost didn't have the capacity to be so like forward thinking. And I think that's totally okay like there's definitely a time and place where goals make a lot more sense than others but I think more and more we're seeing clients be like no I feel like I would be a lot more excited about working towards something specific whether that's like a tangible outcome or just like um, a more abstract desire for themselves the way they want their life to look so goal setting is back and that's exciting and that's super fun and mm-hmm. a little like shout out to the what the fuck is goal setting workshop that we're yes. doing next week week after next week from the now. 26th that's next week already yeah sweet baby jesus next week we're doing it because <laughs> apparently january is almost over um so shout out to that little workshop um it'll be kind of like a follow-up from our what the fuck is consistency workshop that was very well attended in december um so we'll link that i'll put it in the notes put it in the show notes you can also find it on our instagram but it's going to be a free workshop so free to attend for anybody we'll send out the replay only to those who attend back to regular scheduled content (laughs) so with that said with goal setting being something a lot more people are working on i think it's also important to talk about how important it is to fail especially failing early and failing hard. Both of those things are things I think we try not to do when we've set goals, but are ultimately really, really important. I like to suggest people try and fail, maybe not try, but like to fail early and get the experience of what it feels like to have something go wrong, whether that's like a small setback, um, something that came up that you hadn't planned for. And it gives you time and space to reevaluate like our the goals or the habits that come along with those goals realistic do you need to recalibrate things adjust your expectations um how do you get going again and so building that habit and building really the skill of going through a setback and 
continuing on is really really a big piece of goal setting so that's in failing failure is in this year fuck yeah smash that failure another f word (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay um i yeah i love that i it's interesting you said um what did you say like forward thinking or future thinking or something yeah and it I think I never really made that connection until this point in time of like why it was so hard over the past couple of years with that because there was so much unknown, right? Well, yeah, and it just felt like why plan for anything yeah, because nothing's, point? nothing's <laughs> going to go ahead like you wanted yeah. it to. So yeah, that's a really good um, like consideration there and something that's exciting. And then on the flip side of that, I also think it's important for us to like understand that like there are things that are going to be out of our control. Mm-hmm in the future. Right. So being able to stay fixated on what is in our control, um, and make those adjustments and stuff. If things that we didn't necessarily plan for come up, which is like, like, what do you like, don't plan for fun. And all of a sudden you have fun. (laughs) Fuck. What do you do? I don't know. I'll let you know if it ever happens. Okay. Yeah. Keep us posted. Next episode will be like, Sarah, I had fun. Yeah. You guys, that'll be the episode all about Sarah having fun. Yeah. Okay. We'll but until see then, that. until then. Moving on. Moving on. Let's change the topic. Next one. I like this one. Um, I have one that kind of goes like, goes with this. Um, but Nicola wrote focusing on life outside of nutrition and training. Um, and so my little extension of that was viewing movement as movement and not just exercise and not being tied to like one particular movement modality or one particular way to work out. Um, and recognizing that like movement can show up in so many different capacities when it comes to, um, our life outside of nutrition and training that can look like taking care of our mental health that can look like doing activities outdoors with friends, that kind of stuff. And I think that after a period and maybe this is me being biased in my own personal experience, um, but a period of focusing on one thing for so long, it feels kind of refreshing to like, think about doing something else and moving just to move, not because I have to like PR my back squat or like be able to do a ring muscle up or something like that. Yep. I agree on all fronts. I was just like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yes. You need to all like hear my head nods in the background. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like that one. What's next? Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, oh. this is the smash that we always love is lifting heavy ass weights. Mm-hmm. This is always a smash, but sometimes we need the reminder. Yeah. Like yep, challenge yep. yourself a little this year. For sure. Lift those heavy things. Lift that shit. Yeah, so you can lift your boyfriend around. <laughs> Are you doing that right now? No, he's not here to lift. Oh, yeah, right. He gone. But he did get skinny because he hasn't been training. Right. I shouldn't say skinny. But big Less old Bannon than... isn't as big as right. he used to be. <laughs> he's just old. <laughs> yeah, not his just fault. Kidding. He's away. Yeah. Um, He's away doing a firefighting course. Yeah. And he said the training that they do there isn't exactly like the the kind right. of training he would choose to do. It's not the lifting heavy shit. No, 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 no. It's like the let's go for a run. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. 
Um, okay, you take this next one. Uh, you oh. do this more than me. Oh, yeah, I guess I do. Yeah. Um, taking the time and effort to make more of an effort to make your meals look good. The aesthetic vibe is in. Smash. Because, hear me out, Sarah's shaking her head. Oh, I was shaking my head because you said that so weirdly. Did I? Yeah. Make your meals look good. Yeah. There. There you go. I personally believe it helps the enjoyment process. I think Mm -hmm. it helps you be present with your meal. Taking that little bit of extra effort to make it look good is just like a little self-care moment. Mm -hmm. It makes it easier to put up on Instagram. Exactly. And then people are like, wow, that looks good. And you're like, yeah, it's literally just random shit from my fridge. But you put a little cilantro and drizzle your hot sauce nicely. And people are like, whoa. Yeah. It looks good. That's so true. But seriously, the meals I make for myself are, I always put in that little extra love. Love. Extra love. that for me is a little self-care moment that I am a fan of. And just preparing your meals in general, Mm -hmm. you know, like that it's such a good way for us, especially if we have nutrition or body comp goals, but for us to take care of ourselves and it, I think there's a lot of people who are like, I suck at cooking. I'm not, I hate cooking. And I used to be that person, but I do find the more you can lean into, you know, experimenting a bit, creating more of your own meals, even like you taught me this a little bit too, like making your own dressings or those types of things, like it really does add to the enjoyment of food, um, which is such an important thing for all of us. I agree. Yeah. Like achieving a really good new recipe. But on the flip side, I will say that if I like make a new recipe and it's kind of a flop, I'm like beyond upset. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So there's a little risk for reward in there. That's like when you go to a restaurant, this would be a fucking pass. Going to a restaurant and trying something new. Oh God, no. Even though you knew what your favorite dish was. And then it's like such a disappointment. That's the fuck. I pretty much never do that. So yeah. I did the same thing from the Saigonese restaurant in Lethbridge for my entire life. Never yeah. did I order anything different. And that one on Mayor McGrath? Yeah, it's closed now. Yeah, you said that, I think. That's sad. Yeah, really tragic. Yeah. Just the one by Sexy Kitty is still open. Yeah, it's good too, but it's not the same. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. On to the next one. Can I say this one? You yeah. wrote it, but I made a post about it too because it's yeah. so okay. Um, Nicola wrote this as the best is yet to come attitude. Definitely fucking smash this attitude. Um, another way. So I think I saw this on Ocean's Instagram, but she was Mm -hmm. like, what if the strongest version of you hasn't happened yet? And this resonates with me personally right now, but I think a lot of my clients are in this spot too, where we're in this period of time where we're reminiscing on like what our body used to be able to do or what Mm -hmm. it used to look like or blah 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 um and it can be hard when we're fixated on the past and comparison comparing ourselves to previous versions um but if we can flip that and really think about you know what if the best is yet to come what if the strongest healthiest happiest most successful insert whatever thing that you're chasing there version of me hasn't happened yet funnest yes (laughs) yes so what if what if she hasn't happened yet then fuck yeah we've got lots to look forward to yeah so I think that's a really beautiful mindset 
Love it. Yeah. Okay, last one on this list. Oh, I put this one. Uh, okay, you say it because I was like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> <laughs> I just put a continued focus on food quality in addition to food quantity. I think a few years ago, the industry got into the whole like if it fits your macros thing and then it was like eat whatever with like complete disregard for how things make you feel physically um, or anything like that. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, we have like the clean eating, whatever bullshit, like don't put anything processed into your body. Oh, if you can't pronounce it on the food label. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. But I do think that um, paying attention to food quality, especially, and if you're tracking your macros is really helpful um, from an overall well-being perspective. And I think sometimes we can lose sight of that. I just had this conversation with a client yesterday um, when we are tracking because we're focusing on hitting the numbers and maybe sometimes forgetting about how certain foods make us feel. Mm-hmm. So I say smash that, smash that food quality. And I feel like food quality to some extent is a little bit like relevant relevant person to person what am I trying to say uh dependent yeah or different relative relative Relative. it's relative um because like food quality to me might end up looking different than for someone else especially when you get into like if we're focusing on performance nutrition and maybe we're in a surplus like sometimes you want to add in like quote unquote lower quality foods Sometimes that you have to yeah so yeah. the calories or whatever so yeah. it really can be something in flux but I think the idea of like focusing on it and just being more mindful of like how shit makes you feel yeah always a good thing can you imagine if like some of our athletes who are having like 400 grams of carbs a day only ate like quote unquote healthy carbs <laughs> yeah clean oh my god no, that'd thanks. be impossible yeah yeah, the digestion gets a little out of whack when you have that yeah. much fiber. That's for show. Yeah. Okay, well, let's go into, so those were our smashes for nutrition and training. So yeah. let's go into some smash, smashes for coaching. The coaching. Smash group. that. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Collaborative approach to coaching. So I feel like when we think about coaching, I don't know about our audience because you have followed us and I feel like we've talked about coaching a little maybe differently than other people. But I think when online coaching first started out, we saw this as like the coach is the expert, like they are in the leadership position. They know what's best. Authority. Authority. Exactly. Like they're going to tell you what to do. You follow it. Accountability at all costs, like whatever. And that didn't really work. And then a new kind of like a wave of coaching came in where it was like, this is very client centered, the client leads, we're just here as support. But I think in some regards, that gets a little muddied too, because the client sometimes doesn't want to lead or they might not have the knowledge or the quote unquote expertise. They're the expert on themselves, but depending on what they've come to you for, they might actually want the information from you. Um, so I think with that has come what we're calling like a more collaborative approach to coaching where we're not really focusing on either one, but rather the relationship inside our coaching and how that becomes the support, how that generates leadership between client and coach, um, and really drives ideas, encourages excitement and change. Yeah. 
moving together like as a unit instead of like one person leading the way or kind of like directing things, right? It really is a back and forth and there's a lot of questions and collaboration and discussion that go in it versus like one side, like telling the other side, like what to do or, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so with within that, I think we kind of broke it down into two, maybe like considerations, one for coaches and one for clients. So on the coaches side, getting into the habit of letting your clients lead or direct the focus a little bit more often. So instead of saying, this is what we're going to start with, maybe asking them where they want to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and so finding different ways to recalibrate um, effort and expectations, find the middle ground between like this tough love mentality and being so soft in your approach that accountability doesn't seem to exist anymore. Yeah. All about that middle ground, baby. Yeah. Love that. Um, and then on the flip side for clients, um, giving your coaches space, Nicola's laughing at me right now because <laughs> of who I am as a person, but it's fine. Um, giving your coaches the space to do what you hired them to do, right? Um, whether that's guide you through a certain nutritional periodization phase or hold you accountable or provide feedback, right? Um, we need to allow the coach space to do that and be open to that feedback. Um, and so obviously that's going to be easier if the coach is also on the same page that it's like a collaborative process and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, but really we've had this with clients before, and this is why we're laughing because I do this to Nicholas sometimes, um, where like the client is trying to go against what the plan was or, you know, make changes and stuff like that. When as a group, we already decided on like a certain, um, trajectory. Right. And so sometimes that makes sense and sometimes it doesn't. So we really need to be mindful of staying open to hearing our coaches feedback, um, and opinions and stuff about those types of things, especially the more quote unquote science type things like calorie deficits and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. yeah it just makes me think too like okay if we looked back at every single like client intake form we have a question that says like what kind of client are you are you someone who's like open to feedback or wants that kind of encouragement and I'm curious what you think is the percent of people who select like yes give me feedback I want tough love versus who actually wants to hear it right yeah like that's a I think it's a pretty big discrepancy because I would say most clients say like I want some sort of like feedback or even like what they would call tough love. Mm -hmm. But when we like get into application and there's a moment where like, hey, we need to just like have a chat about something. Mm -hmm. Sometimes clients don't actually want to hear it. And I think it's okay to still be like, ooh, on the receiving end, but taking the time to see the perspective um, and open a dialogue about it if you need to, that's perfectly fine. That's like desired in a collaborative relationship Mm -hmm. but shutting down um I've had a few clients like quit after um and maybe that's that's definitely like a piece for me to reflect on like how did I deliver that feedback um and gave me a lot of like room to pause but it also made me curious about like you know what is our dynamic what was that coaching relationship like was it really collaborative were they really open to feedback like they said they were right yeah Yeah. Lots of different reflection pieces for sure. But as a client, it's also, 
Um, we want to smash on being honest about how you're feeling. <laughs> if you are frustrated or if you're not understanding things, like communicate that with your coach. Smash Very- that communication. Smash okay, yeah. nice. Yeah. I think we could leave that there for the smashes. Yeah, I agree. Want to move on to the passes? Let's do a little bit. I think that took longer than we thought. So maybe let's do like a quicker speed round through these. I mean, I think these are a little, these are a little quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're passing on things now. Okay. Then in a moment. Out. Nutrition. Okay. Start. Yeah. Nutrition and training. So okay. this one for sure, comparing ourselves to anyone, especially previous versions of ourselves. Just okay. pass, pass, yeah. get out of here. Next. Um, second one, aesthetics over everything attitude. Fuck it. Pass it. (laughs) But really, we do not want to be ignoring our mental health, our physical health, our long-term well-being in the pursuit of aesthetics. And I think there's definitely been a increased recognition of that Mm -hmm. over the past few years, but we got to just keep pushing on with that message. Next one. Low calorie substitutes. Fucking brutal. I don't think I've ever had a client that we had to hit such a low deficit that they couldn't just eat the real food. For sure. I really yeah. don't. And again, we're not coaching like physique competitors. I don't it know why you're laughing. <laughs> because what? we talked about um, putting these videos on YouTube and I went to just scratch my nose and I lifted my shirt up and flashed my tit. <laughs> How did I miss that? I don't know. You didn't see it. I'm sorry you missed it. <laughs> Maybe I'll still put it on YouTube. Sick. Okay. How to grow your audience 101. <laughs> Nip slips. I'm going to just have to put like a little star on there or something. Anyways, I'm sorry. Go back. Let's go back to talking. Oh, Nicola's freezing a little bit. We'll go back to talking about writing things like Walden Farm syrup and Quest Bars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you're freezing. Are you there now? You just have this silly smirk on your face. No, no. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I'm going to go on to the next one um, because, yeah, we don't need to talk about gross low-calorie substitutes any longer. Um, But the next thing to pass on is fixating on restriction or the things that we can't have or the things that we need to avoid. Um, So instead of that, Let's pass on that and let's smash focusing on what we're adding to our lives, Um, whether that's the benefits that come from being healthier, whether that's what can we add to meals to make them more nutrient dense or more balanced, have more staying power, all of that kind of stuff. Um, So smash and pass on those. Is Nicola back? She may be. I don't know. I'm sitting here. I'm just sitting here like twiddling my thumbs. (laughs) What a Okay. Am I back? I think you're back. Oh, okay. Did it. Just in time for the next <laughs> okay. one, is really good for you. Okay. My fave. Yeah. Okay. What we're passing on? Yeah. Pretending our feelings don't matter. Feelings matter. <laughs> one of I've seen words. And I feel like uh, I need to say this because I've just witnessed so many Instagram posts that are like facts over feelings. Right. And I'm like, Yes, 
I think we're grownups and can recognize that there's a difference between like a fact or something like scientifically backed versus a feeling and understand that they are different, but understanding that they both serve a purpose when we're talking about client application. Mm-hmm. That's important. Like so that. we can't just pretend our feelings don't matter. This yeah. is for coaches and clients yeah. and anybody. Your yeah. feelings are important. Absolutely. Okay, next one to pass is <laughs> yes, weights. That's Nicola's wording there. <laughs> to go in conjunction with the smash of lifting heavy ass weights. Correct. But it also made me think of back to like the CrossFit days when people would like post their scores for the daily workout and people would use like a really lightweight so they could smash the workout, but like just to win, but you don't really get this, the same benefit from it. Yeah. So don't do that. For sure. For sure. But yeah. Okay. Continuing with this fun language, <laughs> eating boring ass meals. Yeah. That goes with like the low calorie substitutes too, regardless of where your calorie intake is or what your goals are, your food needs to taste good. Also, I want to make the, like make it obvious the difference between a boring food and a simple food. Right. I tell my clients, why are we complicating things by looking up like using half-baked harvest recipes when we know we're going to have to modify them and they have like 20 different ingredients no shade to those recipes they are delicious but when we're just getting started like let's keep things simple simple does not mean boring though simple can be doing meal prep where you're making individual proteins that taste delicious individual carbs that taste delicious that's simple Mm -hmm. but it is not boring Mm -hmm. Especially if you put some cilantro and hot sauce nicely on the top. Yeah. Yeah. Or like find a new seasoning or a new sauce. Um, I just found some really fucking good chicken seasoning Yum. from Superstore. Yeah. It was literally like a dry rub chicken seasoning. I don't know what it's called, but it was 10 out of 10. So like experiment that. with things like that. Mm-hmm. Or making your own. Yeah. Okay. Next pass is staying up late. Yeah. <laughs> From the girl who's been going to bed at eight o'clock lately. Good for you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I think it's a red flag. I mean, you are getting kind of old. I didn't mean for that. (laughs) I meant like a red flag for like, am I maybe like overdoing it in some other aspect? Like, why am I so tired at the end of the day? That's fair. But sometimes I also feel like what's the point in staying up and like just wasting time doing nothing if you like aren't doing anything like you may as well go to bed. Mm -hmm. Right. That's how I see it. Yeah. Um, Smash on getting enough sleep. Pass on staying up late. (laughs) Um, Another pass trying to go it alone. I think we've recognized these past few years community and support and having people in your corner means so much. Um, whether that's a coach, whether that's friends, whether that's other people on the same journey as you trying to find those people that make you feel good. Yeah. Next, are you frozen again? Or are you just staring at me weirdly? Oh, she's frozen again. Um, okay. So next pass, Nicola wrote this one too, is giving up when the going gets tough. 
Um, so we talked about that a little bit in smashing, um, in terms of continuing when you run into obstacles or failure, the going is going to get tough. It's not going to be sunshine and rainbows all the time. Um, and our ability to move through those and readjust and recalibrate through those periods of tough, um, is going to make a huge difference when it comes to our success in any pursuit. Um, so pass on the whole giving up. Let's just pivot maybe, or change, change the path a little bit, but going around and turning backwards, not an option. <laughs> Am I back? Yeah, you're back. Nice. Uh, okay. okay. I keep getting the notification that my internet is unstable. I'm like, quite honestly, that's very rude. Um, okay. Wearing clothes that don't fit or don't make you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie Goss. <laughs> yeah. Truly. Honestly, though, because like some styles just don't fit or like don't work on your body. So like, don't, if something doesn't fit or it doesn't, if you don't feel comfortable in it, like don't force yourself into it just because it's like cool or trendy. Or... Wait, are you saying that you're agreeing with her? Or no, she's always like, no, because she's always like, don't say that things don't fit your body, like blah, blah, blah. Oh, she always says like, yeah, fuck flattering. Right. Which I agree. I do. Agree. I, think, I think we're saying two different things because well, she also would say like, don't wear things that don't fit. Right. Or that you don't feel comfortable in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if she would say that. <laughs> You're frozen again. Anyways, I'm right about Charlie. That's what she says. We're going to go with that. Bottom line, pass on wearing clothes that don't fit you or don't make you feel good. Go buy some new clothes if you need. Buy clothes that fit your current body, not, you know, hoping that like, oh, if I change my body in some capacity, this will feel better. Um, next one, pass on ignoring our body and pushing through pain, um, especially when it comes to training. Okay. We don't want to be pushing through injuries or ignoring signs from our body that it's time to slow down, like being so tired at night um, or being super sore all the time or any other, you know, biofeedback markers. Do not ignore that shit. Um, and then lastly, on the past list, diet culture, Nicholas said, this one is on the list until we see it die fully, which it's happening. It's a very slow death, a slow burn. Um, but it's staying on that list, pass on it. Um, okay. We're going into the pass on the coaching side of things. Coaching and clients. Yes. Okay, so this one is for both coaches and clients, but we're passing on being unwilling to own your own fuck-ups. That's a no. Yeah. We're owning that shit. We're accepting it, and we're moving we're taking on. Taking it on. Yeah. 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 Um, second pass is comparing your coaching style or your coaching business to someone else's. Pass on that. Pass on comparison in general. Yeah. I mean, there's comparison where we're like learning and improving and then there's comparison where it's like debilitating and we feel shitty. Yeah. Knowing the difference. Yeah. Next one for clients. Ghosting your coaches. Don't do it. Don't do Don't it. Do it. 
don't do it. Yeah. If something's up, tell us. Yeah. And that's, that goes to ignoring their recommendations or just like, I don't know, sometimes clients will like respond to an entire check-in except for like the one point where you like, you know, maybe like said, gave them some feedback or something. <laughs> just be open and honest with your coaches, especially if your coaches are us. <laughs> yeah. All... I would rather you say, Hey, I hate this idea. Yeah. Yes, I pass on this idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. And then on the coach's side, pass on working outside your scope. Okay. Which we know it can get very, very, there's a fine line in the nutrition coaching space, um, especially as we move more into this collaborative approach and recognize that like, it's a lot more than just like prescribing macros and stuff. Um, so know your scope, fucking stop when you get to that line. Mother refer out. Yeah. Refer yeah. out. Refer out. Um, also pass on assuming you know what's best for your clients. Okay. We got the info, we got the scientific knowledge, we got that education piece um covered. Okay. But ultimately the client is always going to be the expert of their own body. Um, so collaborate. Stop. Yeah collaborate and listen yeah that <laughs> just like that okay so that's that for the smash pass with those and to end for fun we're gonna do a lightning round where we're gonna just list do we want to like mix these back and forth yeah we're gonna <clears throat> see something and then we're gonna say if it's smash or pass okay 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 you go first inspirational quotes pass if I see another Instagram inspirational quote I'm gonna lose it that's a pass for me okay um tv shows that come out one episode per week <laughs> so you can't binge them smash pass Fuck no that. it's so much better for my mental health <laughs> I know. If Grey's Anatomy was, was like that, my relationship would be a lot better right now and also my mental health. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it used to be. <sighs> we're like, yeah, we're too deep into the watching an episode every day. Okay. Well, so we have different opinions on that. Okay. Yeah. Um, best friend tattoos. Uh, smash, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Obviously. Easy peasy. I think Rue's um, about to puke. Oh, puke. oh, just woke up from a nap. Now oh. she's going back to sleep. Okay, we're good. False alarm, false alarm. Um, self-help books. Pass. Fucking pass. I can't I, read another one of those. Okay, so I actually read a good, it could be like under the self-help because I said I was taking a break from self-help uh -huh. and I did, but then uh -huh. my therapist recommended this book um, and it was really good. What's it called? So it was the wild woman one. You read that entire thing? Yeah, I started it like a month and a bit ago. It's so long. Oh, maybe you got the wrong one. Oh. Mine's not very long. Where Show me. Have it in here. It's like this big. Okay, no, different book. Yeah. Anyways, that one was good. And also I just ordered, maybe you should talk to someone. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, that's not self-help though. Okay, but it's still like in that realm. Uh, No. It's more of a memoir. So your definition of self-help books is like them telling you what to do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Pass on those. 
pass on those. Um, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Drinking a full pot of coffee every day. <laughs> pass. Even though we'd like to say smash it, oh, we no, gotta pass. So I'm trying to become a tea person. Ew, no. That's like, like when, do you remember when Jake gave up coffee? <laughs> and only drank green tea so he he was like just for no reason at all he's like i'm done with coffee so instead of coffee he went to costco and bought himself a costco size pack of green tea yeah and actually hated it but we made him stick to it because he made such a big deal about how he was like gonna be better than everyone by not drinking coffee (laughs) i as long as you put a little bit of creamer in it tea is not bad and i especially chai. yeah chai is okay I just am like, hey, why am I so anxious all the time? Oh, maybe because my caffeine intake is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to pass on that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So then we'll smash decaf. Smash decaf. Yeah. I also initially on this list had pass on shitty coffee. Like if I'm going to drink the coffee, it's going to be good coffee. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. What about... Ooh, creating your own personal style. Uh, that's that's a smash. That's smash. in. For sure. It's a very it's a hard process. Yeah. yeah. For those of you who have it down, kudos. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's very hard not to be influenced. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Um, okay. Therapy. Smash. Smash. Obviously. Smash it all day. <laughs> my new therapist she's so cool oh that's good yeah um okay <laughs> I can't not laugh at this one pretending microdosing is a productivity <laughs> hack that will change your life <laughs> that's a pass okay productivity hacks in general are pass <sighs> like it just is not but microdosing is very trendy right now if I fucking see another ad or an influencer saying that they microdose and they'll teach you how, I'm going to lose right. it. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are going to make me spiral. So clearly I'm a, my internet is unstable. So am I. Right. Um, also, you don't need a, you don't need to pay someone as a coach to teach you how to microdose. You use Google. Yeah. Yeah. It's not difficult. But it's also just like, it's not going to change all your problems. Like no. it's not going to fix everything. And just please don't do that. Yeah. To be fair, my therapist is starting a high rooster, um, <laughs> a like lead or I don't know what the actual term is, but where basically you go in and you do drugs and there's a nurse there and your therapist there. Yeah. This is a much different thing. Yes. Much different. Um, this is also where knowing your scope comes in handy. Absolutely. Some life coach who's now a microdosing coach. Yeah. Mm, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's a pass. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Diet Coke. Smash. Smash. Goes <laughs> along with our coffee. There's a theme. Smash everything caffeinated. Yeah. Yeah, Diet Coke's so good. It's so good. Good. Um, also, I've been on the Dr. Pepper Zevias. Oh. Yeah. They're pretty okay, good. Okay, okay, okay. They are good. And they have Diet Dr. Pepper in Phoenix. They have it here too. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, and nice. you can now find um, cherry Coke, diet cherry Coke or cherry Coke zero or whatever. But yeah. both yeah. of those are available now. Canada's yeah. finally leveling up their yeah. beverages. Okay. I think we need to cut this off pretty quick because we've been talking for a while. So okay. pick two more. 
um smash hoo-ha undies i don't do you own any no oh they're so fucking amazing they're so comfortable and tmi they have no camel toe whatsoever when you're working out nice are they do you get like like high-waisted undie undies or thongs or both and are they period no they're not period underwear but I currently only have thongs but I'm looking to expand my my collection because they're good they're so comfy yeah yeah okay and I believe it's a Canadian company so well I have no owned but Nicholas smashing them I'm smashing them not into her labia though no (laughs) no sans camel toe yeah toes a pass you know camel toes neutral sometimes we just can't avoid it well yeah but when I'm doing like barbell hip thrusts I'd like rather right. not yeah yeah especially like in the in gyms the where there's where a mirror. Mirror. Yeah. yeah like it's all I can see sometimes yeah lovely okay one more uh I feel like I wrote all these so I um... yeah, we already went over Okay, oversized t-shirts. Uh, smash. I still yeah. love them. I am obsessed. I just bought a bunch of new ones when we were in Phoenix and I just like want to wear them all the time. In CrossFit, it's like, you know how like each modality has its own like style? Yes. You no, know, like it's not a style in CrossFit. No, right? it is not a style in CrossFit. And so I've started wearing them to the gym and I'm like, I look weird, but I don't care. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with them but high-waisted leggings used to not be a thing in CrossFit right or like and longer shorts longer shorts yeah longer biker shorts yeah. yeah but all of these great things are very trendy in yes. bodybuilding just saying yeah <laughs> just saying yeah cool yeah okay well that was fun yeah lots of smashing and passing on things <laughs> um, curious to hear y'all's opinions if you have any contradictory opinions to ours if you do yeah, not give us your hot takes give it, it'll yeah. be jen chiming in with like no you should drink a full pot of coffee right <laughs> um but yeah message us on instagram drop it can you comment on podcasts i'm not sure i don't think you can no but anyways you know where we're at at nicholas spencer at sarah fit at paradigm nutrition underscore you know any of those or send mm-hmm. us an email or you know wherever you find or it. snail mail because that was on our list too if you ever want to write me a letter I'll gladly accept yeah um so yeah that's our first episode back this season we're gonna do a lot of whatever the fuck we want on this podcast so yeah, we're, we're yolo in this season <laughs> and yeah we look forward to another season with you all nice catch you on the flippity flip that's another f word Wow. <laughs> anyway, say it again. Thanks. Bye. Bye.